Peace, Knicks family. Welcome back to the Garden Mix Podcast. I'm your host, Apollo Reed, and I'm here with my co-host, Regular Joe. We are not the happiest at campus right now, but we are here after the Knicks lose to the Miami Heat in six games. Um, Obviously, not what we wanted. Uh, terrible way to go out considering the rest of the games we played. This might have been the worst one collectively as a unit, but um, yeah, man, just not the way we wanted to end the season. So, on that note, the season is ended <laughs> without a doubt. Um, by the way, shout out to the chat. Everybody's here. I know uh, Dante's here. Dante, shout out. He's 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 so happy that we're in tears. That we're not happy right now. Um, but Dante will be in timeout for the majority of the show. I am hearing the sling, by the way, if you can't tell. Ah, that hurt. Um, I had surgery on Tuesday. That's why I haven't been on the past show or two. My boy uh, came on to get his uh he came on to get his street cred tonight though. Yeah, I could actually deal with the pain now the past day. Actually, about that time after the show. <laughs> um yeah, uh great season. Let's build. Jose Garcia says no. Shout out to you, man. Shout out to you. Uh by the way, anybody who would like to come on and say a few words, let us know. We'll be here. Uh, you would like, you know, I'm opening the floor to anybody who would like to come on and say a few words. So get yourself prepared, whether you want to come on for, you know, a minute or two, literally, just a, a shot of Please, minutes. please have a, please have a shirt on. Yeah, come on, let's be presentable. Let's not have the background noise, not be crazy. Uh, I, I was just on a Zoom call today. Got guys on there with no shirts on. Like, just please have a shirt on, y'all. Come on. You gotta be better. And I don't mean like a shirt, like I mean like a shirt. Not no white beater. Like have on a shirt. A <laughs> shirt. Sure. Man, there's so many things I can run down on the list. So just 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 be an adult if you're gonna come on. Um, I'll put the link in the chat so you guys ah that I moved a little bit too fast there. Um I'll put the link in the chat for you guys. Um if you would like to come on, like I said, uh, anyone, anybody, this, the floor will be open to anybody who would like to come on and talk about how they feel on the season, just season little wrap up. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll take it from there. But uh, tonight, uh, Jose Garcia says RJ has 3,000. Instead of putting in Obi, who was two for five from three and playing well, he puts in Josh, who was having a bad hat. We talked about that back backstage. Mm. Um, I mean, of course... I, I- you was mad at him for that, though, Cap? I mean, I'm not mad at him for, for bringing in Josh in that situation. I mean, no, Josh... I wasn't. I wasn't mad at that in particular. I, th- I think RJ just didn't need to be in there for as long as he was. That's Yeah, that's what I was mad at. And I think that Grimes should have played a lot more. That's just me personally. That's just because of... Like, and we've talked about that because of the floor spacing. But then again, you know, Grimes was one for six tonight, so... Hey, but like we like we talked about though, I don't care if he's 0 for 10. Like as long as he's shooting him. Give 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 your guys some space, man. Yeah. Like 
I don't. This is what bothered me, right? Mm-hmm. So the last two games, he completely went away from the RJ Josh Hart lineup, right? And then in the fourth quarter of tonight's game, he goes to the RJ Josh Hart lineup, mm-hmm. the lineup that was not working in this series at all. Right. Like the lineup literally had no success in this series. Right. So why is that the lineup that you're starting the and not just starting the fourth quarter with? Like you right. played almost the whole quarter with that lineup when right. you literally broke that lineup up for the last two games because you knew that it didn't work. You knew it didn't work. You know. See, but that's the problem. That that is going to be something else that they're gonna have to go look at when it comes, you know, in terms of what works next year because why should we have to break down our lineup so much just to win games in the playoffs that means well, that whatever lineup that we have there there's something yeah. that's not working but quickly got hurt that was the real problem if we're well, being I mean, honest in, right? in, the, in the bench yeah of course for the bench unit you know what i mean but i mean it's even with the starting unit like staggering grimes and heart like we know why grimes should be out there but why it's so bad that Grimes not being in the starting lineup literally staggers our entire offense. One guy. I know, but that's what I'm saying, though. If Quickly was healthy, mm-hmm. Quickly would be the guy who the Heat would have to at least honor from three. But with yeah. Quickly out of the lineup, we don't have that other that other shooter. Also, with Quickly out of the lineup, that puts more pressure on Brunson to handle the ball. It's just... Quickly, I mean, even though Quickly didn't play well, like, he still does a lot of other things for this team, and he was missed. Yeah, I guess I was more so referring to the starting lineup and, and how that affects. Um, yeah. You know, and, and the fact that that's, you know, the two guys that we're probably going to have to deal with going forward as the main twos. It's going to either be Grimes or Josh Hart. Um, Ralph says, shout out to you, Ralph. What's going on, man? My homie from high, like high school, man. Shout out to you. Uh, that was good, Ralph. That, that offense was hard, was awful. No fluidity. Brunson played his heart out. Randall was a not was non-existent. Was, we'll get into that. Uh, I thought he was gonna get benched, like in the Cavs series. All in all, we exceeded expectations. He was for a little while, uh, but then Tibbs brought Randall back in, and his first attempt was a contested. Step back three. All night he settled. Like, oh boy. All night, all night he settled, bro. Oh man. Uh, Jose Garcia says it's the last game. Put in who's playing well. Obi was one. There you go. Obi was playing well. He had two nice threes off of uh passes from uh uh, uh Jalen Brunson, and just was you know the effort. He got he drew the foul on. The mismatch on uh, Duncan Robinson, which is what you want to see, like attack the mismatch. Yeah, you re- you ready for this? Talk I just broke down the, I just looked at the shot chart. Mm-hmm. I broke down the, the filters. I just filtered Julius Randle. Mm-hmm. Julius took three shots in the paint tonight. He made two. Three shots in the paint tonight. He took three shots. Yep. Three shots in the paint tonight. Tell me a favor. Tell me how many shots it took overall. He took 14 shots overall. He made the one three and the other two shots that I just talked about in the paint. 
So Julius Randle takes 11 shots altogether. That's all he took was 11 shots tonight? 14 shots. He took 14, my bad. He took 14 shots and 11 of those. Hold on. No, seven of those are from three. Uh, well, 11 of them were outside of the paint. Yeah. And seven of them were from three. Yep. Gotta attack, bro. Gotta like attack the basket, bro. Like you just had success doing that last game. Why did he go back to just? I don't know. I don't get it. And this is the thing. Like this is the problem. The the the, the like he mentioned in the calf series. He got benched, and it was like, okay, we figured something out here. But the problem was, why did we have to bench you? And then the next game, you come out and you're a totally different person. Like, what happened in here? You know what I'm saying? Like, today, what happened where you're, you're telling yourself, nah, I don't need to get to the basket. I'm going to take the game where he got sat in the Cavs series. The worst game that he had was the game where he was taking a whole bunch of step back contested threes over Evan Mobley. Why? Why did this have to happen? Now I'm not I'm not saying that like you don't want to just drive and there's nowhere to drive but like right. you gotta try to impose your will, bro, at some point and just taking all of these step back threes, like like uh, Ralph is saying, you know, mismatches and he's shooting fadeaways. I don't know, man. Like and Jose is saying, you could tell he was hurt tonight, but like so is Jalen Brunson. Yeah, man. So is so is Jim. So is Jimmy Butler. Like we don't care. Whole the whole series. Like suck that shit up, bro. Fadeaways against smaller guys, and they should be posting them up. Like on that last play, do you realize Jalen Brunson was trying to get it to Randall, but Jalen, but Randall was guarded by who? I don't know. I just seen Gabe Vincent hand Gabe, come in Gabe, there. Gabe Vincent. Like you you can oppose your your will a little bit more than that. Like now also, don't run over the guy cuz we know he can do that very well. Yeah, but it's crazy cuz like Randall cuts in. It wasn't like Gabe wasn't even really on him. He was just kind of there he and he like stuck there. his hand in there. You know what I mean? So, I don't know, man. It was it was a bad turnover by Jalen. He had Josh Hart wide open at the top of the key. I would have, I would have had loved to seen the ball get there and for Josh to have a sh- chance to take and make that shot. You know what I mean? Only because we've seen him hit so many big shots. I think we could handle being upset at Brunson for the, how that play ended up more than we would if Josh would have got it and then not taken it. I, I think he would have taken it. I really do. I think he would have taken it only because. As hesitant as he is, I feel like he lives for those types of moments. And he was wide open. He was calling for it. He wanted the shot. But he also didn't do a good job of making himself available. He also uh, just, I don't know, he was a little off today, I feel like. Like, he he was grabbing boards, which is what he does well. Um, get, got the coast to, you know, coast to coast finish. But um, there was just, sometimes he was just a little bit like, did he shoot an air ball? Was that him that shot the air ball? No, that was um That was Grimes. On a Grimes. on a on a play that honestly I didn't like that play call. Even though it got an open shot, 
like Grimes, we talked about it, right? How there's different types of shooters. Yeah. Grimes is not a movement shooter yet. Yeah. So to, to try to run him off a screen, mm-hmm. turn, pivot into a shot, yeah. that's that's not his strength, man. That's not. That's something that he would have to work on. You know, if we're talking Clay Thompson, you know, Clay, Clay knocks that down probably. Right. You know what I mean? But he's not there yet, like as far as that type of shooter. Nah, Jay, you you got the wrong attitude, bro. I'm not hot. I'm not hot. I mean, I wanted to win. I'm not happy. But I mean, listen, this team scratched and clawed all year. They scratched and clawed tonight. Like, I think you're mad now. I feel like you're when you sleep on it, you'll feel a lot better about everything that transpired this season, man. Like, this was a stepping stone. I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to say I think this this team <laughs> I said <laughs> That's what he said. That's what he said. My man, he ain't trying to hear it, y'all. I said I'm hot, bro. <laughs> Listen, I, I forgot what I was gonna say just now. <laughs> but I'm not gonna sit here and say, <clears throat> yo, yo, uh Dobbs, if you want, I send you the link, you can jump on. Like I said, I'm opening a line of anybody in the chat who would like to come on today. I'm I'm saying it early so that you can get your yo, get pop your, in, bro. Get yourself ready. Um, but listen, I'm a little bit, I don't know if I, if I'm confident of what I'm seeing in Julius Randle and running it back with him, bro. Like I'm, I I might be overreacting a little bit. Like I, I don't hate him. It's just, he's the kind of guy that doesn't give effort on a lot of plays and in order to win in this league you need effort on a lot of plays and i think that's all it comes down to i don't think he's a bad player i don't think he's trash i don't think he's whack i don't think he's not an all-star i don't think he's this or that i just think that in order to win in the, in order to win in this league you have to have a hundred percent effort on almost every play on both sides of the floor when you're out there yeah, doesn't I? I don't care about the shot you take. Sometimes he has to take the dumbass shots he takes. Yeah, Jay said, "Drop the link." I got him. I, sometimes you got to take the dumbass shots you take. Like you know what I mean? But me committing to Randall being my second best player, meaning that for almost forty minutes a game, I got to trust that he's got to be out there and making the right play on both sides of the floor for almost 40 minutes every single game in the playoffs as well. Given what we've seen, he's not as productive in the playoffs as he is in the regular season. I'm I'm a bit concerned about running it back with Julius Randle. I, I am. I'm we made listen, we overachieved. We did well, but I mean if you're if you're talking about going forward, what did I see this year? And I'm not saying he's the only thing that needs to change. I'm just getting started. But I think We've seen where Julius Randle can go and in terms of not talent, but just the effort on both sides. If this coach can't get him to do it, who's a defensive coach, every play, like, 
I, and, and like I said, it's I don't even think it's an overreaction. I'm just literally looking at effort. I'm not looking at his talent because the talent says otherwise, which is why we have to deal with him and pay him. But I don't know. That's just me. Maybe I'm over. It's hard to. But. It's just hard to believe that a guy who. I mean, I guess not. I mean, we just seen Kevin Durant have a miserable game last night. Yeah, we did. But it's just hard to believe that a guy who is, you know, an all-star, two-time All-NBA, like, by the way, we didn't mention that on the last show. Yeah, two-time All-NBA. Congratulations to Julius on making his second All-NBA team. Mm -hmm. But it's just hard to believe that a guy who's, you know, for second two years, two of the last three years, is a top 15 player in the league could just play the way he, he played in the postseason, man. Like, the lowest field goal percentage ever of, like... <laughs> ever. That's scary. Yeah, it's just... I'm... I don't have words. <laughs> how often do I not have words, bro? I don't know, like, bro. I, I don't even know how to, like, talk about this game, honestly. Like, so let's talk about the things that so we talked about the whole thing with the lineups right like keeping barrett out there for as long as he did mm-hmm. not having grimes in the game when it was obvious that the offense just worked better when he was in there because specifically for brunson right because brunson just has more space yeah to do what brunson does when putting grimes is in there um I just didn't understand that decision by coach. I didn't understand him not staggering Randall and Brunson in the first half when we had that lead. I didn't understand. I Honestly, I didn't understand. I would not have sat Brunson, honestly. At all. He'd have played <laughs> just put it like that, bro. Like, I get it. Like, he just played 48 a couple of days ago. But... Just do it those now. those three minutes, those three minutes, like the Heat completely took advantage of those three minutes, man. And <sighs> shout out, shout out to them, man. Like the guy sat down. As soon as he sat down, they got the work. They got the work. They got the work. Um, we got my man, the Hat Whisperer, in the building. Shout out to you, Dobbs. How you doing, my brother? <laughs> Hands up. <laughs> he tried to throw hands with I'm gonna hit you with the old school. Bro, be, be, I don't want to hear you, please. About talking. Now, I'm, 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 nah, this is, this is just, this is your show right now. Go ahead. Go ahead, bro. You know how I feel about him. Listen, cool. OB hits two three pointers in a row. You take him out and put Randall back in. Why? Because Randall needs minutes. You've been doing this all season, and I've been complaining about this shit all season. You do that. You double team in Jimmy Butler like he joined. He was off tonight. Yeah. That, that I agree with. Double teaming him because you didn't yep. double from the whole game. He was missing 100%. shots. So 100%. For you to be the coach and, and have an un. Feel the game. He's off. His teammates are hitting. So mm-hmm. you're going to double team him to make the supporting cast do 
what they're doing, which makes no fucking sense. You can tell Randall and RJ was off today. Our no, season is no. on the line, bro. Forget their salaries. Forget their contracts. We actually have people on the bench that can come in for them. Mm-hmm. Why did Grimes come in at the 220 mark in the fourth quarter, bro? That's what I Why just said. RJ in? He's not Jason Tatum. I know what Jason Tatum did the other night. He's not Jason Tatum. Randall's not Jason Tatum. We watched the whole season. If RJ's normally off throughout the game, he's going to be off. If Randall's off throughout most of the game, he's going to be off. You did not read none of that. He's he's on a hot seat. Keep making up these. This is our problem. We hired Jeff Hornacek. We hired Fisher. All of this stupid shit. So now we got a coach in here. And because he gets us a little in here, it's like, oh, we scared to get somebody else because look at our history. That was the front office fault. We should have never hired them people. There's actually coaches in the league. Atkins is there. Homeboy from Boston. Bud just got fired. There's people here. Randall. Nah, Austin dude's in on. He's he going to the Rockets. So he's going. Rockets. Let me say this. Randall. Uh, first off, let me say, JB, you're a superstar. JB's a superstar. I don't give a fuck yeah. what nobody say. He's a yeah. superstar. You had your chance, Randall Preach, and RJ, bro. in this game to change the perception of everybody. And both Preach. of y'all fucking failed. Yep. Facts. The other reason I don't like Thibodeau is the relationship with him and Randall. Randall does not fear Thibodeau. That's mm-hmm. why I don't like Thibodeau. Mm-hmm. Randall does whatever the fuck he wants, and he doesn't fear him. You need a coach in there that fears, that Randall fears, if we're going to keep Randall. There you go. But this is two seasons that we made it to the playoffs. And two seasons that you shit the bed in the playoffs. Two seasons. I'm done with him. Thibodeau, I give him props. It's just something that I see with him that he does not connect. We got to play on a on 101 with Thibodeau every game to win a fucking game. That gets old, bro. You need a coach in here that knows how to see shit live in the game and have offensive sets that makes it easy for the team to make it fun. These motherfuckers be busting their ass every fucking play. That's just yeah. not going to work in the playoffs, bro. You're going to get burnt yeah. the fuck out. Yo, and this is what I was saying to one of my homeboys the other day. It's like Tibbs does a great job at having his guys fight and hustle and work because that's how we got here. There's no way we would have got to game six without fighting and hustling. Right. And and you got to give him that. But at the end of the day, we don't get easy buckets at all. No. We do not get easy baskets. Uh, Only time we get easy baskets is when we push the tempo, which we don't do enough, by the way. Right, right. But we don't get, we work way too hard for our buckets, bro. Like I'm watching the Miami Heat and you got a bunch of guys who they've said it all series long. Half of these guys were not even drafted. Right. 
how do you get these guys to play this well on offense? And they were the, one of the worst offensive teams all year but, long. But, bro, you want to know something? No, they're not doing anything special, right? Like, what the no. Heat did is they got a bunch of guys, right? A bunch of these undrafted guys. But the one thing they all have in common is that they can shoot the ball. So, well, more than anything, more than anything, I think from a coaching standpoint, he gets all of these guys to trust in swinging the basketball. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's no ISO. Like, I don't care who is on the floor at whatever given time. Not one of those guys chooses to take the shot over the offense, which is to swing the ball around. Right. And that is how you win. And he gets them to play to their strengths. They might not be stars, mm -hmm. but he knows the players that Spolstra picks, he knows what they're good at, he knows what they're bad at, and he right. hides what they're bad at. Right, right, right. Just like I mentioned to you the uh, the, the other day, Joe. All right, I, were you on the Yeah, you... Who's, who's Hayward Heisman? Nobody's <laughs> heard of him until the playoffs. This coach knows how to make guys play good whenever he needs them to, bro. He can pick a guy out of his 15-man roster whenever the hell he wants, and he'll come in and make an impact. And yo, yo, uh, Kat, so what do we talk about with the Knicks, right? The, the key to the Knicks, the key for the Knicks to win is the possession battle, right? Mm-hmm. Miami took 82 shots tonight. The Knicks took 71. That's it right there. <laughs> That's it, bro. That's it. Yeah, right when you see... And sadly, we only lost by four points. Yeah, it, that's because we hit more threes and we got to the line. Right. And made more free throws. But yeah, bro, like, the possession battle, man. Because you guys that, are five for 32 outside of Brunson. Yeah, the possession battle is how the Knicks have won all year long, right? They've offensive rebounded and they they taken care of the ball. Tonight they took care of the ball for the most part, only twelve turnovers, which is not crazy. Mm -hmm. And Miami only scored five points off those turnovers, but Miami only turned it over seven times. They made, they made me whip out the Henny White, man. <laughs> I think the biggest the biggest difference tonight, but, like if we like going back to my point in the offense, is just. 25 assists to, to 13 assists. Like, mm -hmm. you're not going to win like that, man. No. You're not going to win without passing the ball, bro. Like, this ISO ball is not going to win. It's just not going to win, bro. I don't care who, if you got Kevin Durant and Devin Booker. It's not going to win. It's not going to win if, you, if you're not swinging that ball around to everybody. So, um, I think that needs to be a focal point. I mean, more than... Let's get Julius Randle out of here, cause I ain't gonna front. Like I'm, I'm almost there, bro. He like, cause like I said, it's the effort that he's showing me on both ends. It's not about the offense. It's so inconsistent, like it's too inconsistent. You just, you just don't know. You don't know from game to game, from possession to possession. You just don't know what's gonna happen. You don't know how he's feeling. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know if he's gonna pursue a loose ball or watch it. Like literally watch it. Like you just don't. You just don't know, bro. And it's. I don't know, man. It's it's hard to. It's hard to watch, bro. It's hard to imagine, right? Getting to where I think this team ultimately wants to get to. Like I just. It's hard to imagine doing it with him, playing like that. You playing know what like I mean? That, yeah. Like, because in the playoffs, like, these guys are selling out, bro. Like, Kyle Lowry is selling out. Every play. You know what I mean? 
yeah so it's like i don't i don't know how you expect to win at this level and this is the knicks at some point right in the next two or three years mm-hmm. i would think that the plan is to win at this level like really win at this level right like this year was like oh wow we really got this far but like the next few years i'm thinking that they're looking to build on this and can you build on this with this dude who just is kind of a, a, a inconsistent malcontent you know what i mean and i've been championing him all year you know what i mean you know i have bro yeah, yeah. like i've been the one guy that been championing julius all year but it's like I see certain stuff and it's just certain shit that I can't I can't defend, man. He's, yeah. And he should be champion during a regular season. He's he's different in the playoffs. Yeah. And that's what we gotta focus on. Yeah. Like he crumbles, bro. He crumbles. Yo, and, and, and the, he, he crumbles more than RJ. If he oh. plays half of what he plays in the season, we win this series five one probably. Yeah. If he plays half of that, you you shit the bed, bro. Yeah. Again. Again. And and, and this time you didn't really have an excuse, right? Yeah. Like, I gave I was the I was the main person that gave him a pass two years ago because I just right. thought that it was impossible for him to really do much with basically playing with <laughs> himself. Yeah. Right. But but this year, like you got a guy who's out there sacrificing his body, you know, scores seventy nine points the last two games, Jeez. and you can't you can't give this guy the support that he deserves. Oh, bro. Like, yeah, I don't know, man. You know, this guy is getting elbowed in the face. Like he's out there laying it all on the line. Like I watched a dude tonight that like he made up his mind that he wasn't going home, bro. I mean, ultimately he, he's gonna have to, but. I seen that shit that Jalen was like, yo, I I'm, I don't want to go home tonight. And he played like somebody who didn't want to go home tonight. And it's unfortunate that Barrett had the game that he had because it's going to be the last thing that we remember. And he was really terrific ever since game two of that Cleveland right, series. Right. This, is his, this is his first really bad game like since. So it's, yeah, it sucks that he had a game like that tonight. You know what I mean? Because he really has been terrific. And I was gonna say that about about uh Julius. It's like he's to the point where RJ is consistently showing up more than Julius has in the playoffs. And that's yeah. that's that's concerning. That's very concerning for me because um more than anything, like RJ has more flaws than almost any other guy on our roster, bro. Right. So, you, you right, Yo, Jose, 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 come on, man. Like, I get it. Like, I know that the guy was probably not a hundred percent, but there's just certain shit no. that you can't. No, I mean, hey, listen, put it like this Godspeed to you, bro. If you're gonna come on here and defend him tonight, right? I mean, more power to you. I'm, I'm not gonna do it. I'm hoping it's sarcasm. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna do it. Um, and I've done it all year, but I'm not going to do it because even last game where I thought he was terrific, especially in the third quarter, I thought he was great in last game. Yeah. Even in that game, there were still moments where it was like, why didn't you go after that ball? It was one rebound that literally bounced right in front of him. And my boy texted me because my boy was defending him too. He's not an Knicks fan, but he was defending him. 
because he feels like Knicks fans are going after Randall, attacking Randall. I'm like, bro, really watch, bro. Really watch him sometimes, right? That's what I told him. I said, because I go back and watch the games again. And when I go back and watch these games, a lot of the times I'm just watching what he's doing. I said, go back and watch him. So it was one play in game five where the ball literally bounced right by him. And he just, he didn't even put a hand out. Me and Ricky talked about it actually on the last show. Mm-hmm. Where he literally didn't even put a hand out or anything to try to get the ball. He just looked at it. And my boy texted me like, yo, I see the bullshit you're talking about. I'm like, yo, because I'm not making this shit up, bro. Like, I watch every game. I watch a lot of games twice. Like, I'm not just saying stuff because I want to criticize him. Because right. Right. I've criticized him probably less than anybody this year. Right. Well, the worst part about it is that now this this is the beauty of the playoffs. This is not just shown on MSG, y'all. Like, this is shown across the whole country. Everybody who watches basketball as a basketball fanatic, because you know basketball fanatics watch basketball in the playoffs. That's when the basketball fanatics are watching basketball. Now we're getting to see you on a national platform every game, on a game-by-game. We don't get to see or hear about it on ESPN when you have your 25 and 10 games and your 40 and 20. You know what I mean? Like, we're watching you game-by-game, and we're seeing you shit the bed game-by-game, bro. Like, there's no excuse for that. Like, the same thing happened last year. I mean, the last time we were in the playoffs. Julius is there, and what happens? He struggles to, which is which is odd because we still see it. I saw it tonight. You're still struggling with getting the ball <laughs> out of a double team before the double team gets there and traps you. How many turnovers did Julius have in that exact same situation tonight? He had three turnovers tonight. I don't know how many of them came in that situation, but I know he had three. It was at least two, because I watched them. I watched them, bro. It's like, why wait till the double gets there? And this is the part of the ball movement. If that was Jimmy Butler, that ball would have been on the other side of the court and touched three people by then. Maybe, but I mean, you seen the one play, the difference is for whatever reason, because you seen the one play, right? Where they had Jimmy like trap, trap. And somehow he was still able to get the ball out. I don't know how the hell he got the ball out. And I I can't remember where the ball ended up going. I think it ended up getting swung around and somebody hit a three or something, I think. But, but yeah, there was (laughs) like that play. Jimmy held the ball way too long. He did. But somehow he manages to get the ball out. When and I'm looking at... He has an IQ to get, to be in that situation and make something out of it, though. Because like, we I look, he just get trapped there and then not know what the fuck to do with the ball. But I also think it has to do with, like, oftentimes the way teams double Julius, because usually they'll have somebody who's like, I guess you could call a mismatch on him. And then they bring a big over to double him. It's harder to pass the ball when, you know, Bam's got his arms up. Whereas Jimmy had two guards on him, Jimmy was just able to throw the ball right over the top. Like if Mitch was on that double team, if Mitch was on that double team, Jimmy would not have been able to throw the ball where he threw it. Bro, he sees the doubles coming every time. Like they're there already. And then, you know what? Let me see if I'm I'm tripping. I'm going to just look real quick. Let me see. 
So homeboy with the Randall is hurt shit. Game five. Um, somebody went down. I think it was Brunson. Who's was coming down. Missed the layup. And I think Martin had fouled him. Julius was running behind. And they hit Julius with the pass right before they fell down. But the foul was called. Mm -hmm. Julius jumped from the dotty off of two and flow. I ain't never seen him dunk like that before in my life. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Did y'all see that play? I didn't. I, it was after the whistle, so I probably wasn't looking right or focusing. And leaped from right behind the dotted off of two and just glided easily. And bank, I don't want to hear that hurt I, I don't want to hear that. A person is so, not jumping from behind the dotted dunking the ball. All right, so three of those turnovers that he had, one of them was that was a double. So I was wrong on that. But I'm gonna show you two of them. The, one the one other one was the one I don't know if they counted if they if they put it on him or, or JB the one he threw off JB's head. Yes, that was the first one. The second one is this one, where uh, but Brunson should have caught that pass. By the way, he should have caught that. Um, the second one is this one, <clears throat> where I mentioned to you before. Mitch's hands suck, and I'm starting to realize. It. Yeah, and, and that's so. You know what? He really had, he really had one terrible turnover, which was the one in the fourth quarter, which he always does, right? You expect one terrible Randall turnover. This was the terrible one right here. Now hold on, wait a second. There's two guys open here. Wait a second. There's three guys open here. Three guys, but two guys like right in front of the basket. Two guys right in front of him and one guy here. Said I'd get the ball. He's trying to get the ball to heart in the corner. Get it to heart. Right. Now, how long do you think Bam knew that heart was in that corner? Bam probably knew the whole time that heart was in that corner. I mean, you know, there's somebody's in the corner. Like if you play enough basketball, you know there's somebody posted up there. There's always somebody, there's always somebody on the weak side in the corner. I I it's you know what I mean, like listen, bro. We could sit here all day and point out little shit like that. Um Julius Randall alone is not the reason why we lost this game. But my point is the effort on both ends of the floor, night to night. That's it. Um, I don't know how a front office can commit to how much longer. Because this is year four now, right? Yeah. This is year four. Yeah. Year four. Yeah, yeah. Year four. How much? What? What is so, going to change? So... And Jose Garcia, I hear what you. I see what you said about Tibbs. Listen, Tibbs didn't coach his best game at all tonight. I've just me and you said that backstage. We said it at the at the top of the show. Tibbs did not coach his best game. It was a few things that I thought were questionable. Right. But I mean, like I didn't like. We talked about not staggering Brunson and Randall in the first half. Mm -hmm. We talked about even sitting Brunson at all. I wouldn't have sat him at all. No. I'm being honest with you. No. Mm -hmm. Like the the guy would have had to play another 48 tonight. Yeah, that's me. That's me personally. And I'm I'm shocked that he I'm shocked he it's crazy though. But the to so the devil's advocate to that is like 
you're looking, Tibbs is probably looking like, I can't sit this man three minutes. Like, three minutes and a 14-point lead is gone. Right. You know what I mean? So it's just like, you trust RJ to, supposed to be the guy to facilitate things. The problem is, RJ is out there with who? Apollo? Who is RJ out there with that he should not have been out there with? Go ahead, say it. Josh Hart. Josh Hart. <laughs> you literally, yo, coach, I don't know if you noticed, Jay. Coach literally broke those two guys up. Games five and four. Like, they didn't play one minute together, Hart and uh, Barrett, in games four and five. You want to know why? Because it wasn't fucking working. Why would he go back to it tonight is beyond yeah. me, bro. Yeah. It is. And, and what do we do to start the fourth quarter with those two guys out there? We, we didn't make a field goal until six minutes left in the fourth quarter. Mm. But, but it, yo. It doesn't surprise me, though. That's what I'll be saying. Like, I'll be mad, but it don't surprise me. I expect him to do stupid shit like this. You want to know why it surprises me, though? This is why it surprises me. Because this is a dude who is so... Uh, <laughs> What's the, he's so like adverse to change, right? So you change something finally, right? That wasn't working in the first three or four games of the series. You change something. You had success with the change for a guy who is so adverse to change. I don't understand how he goes back to what he changed after he seen that what he changed wasn't working for a guy who doesn't like to change anything. That's the thing that surprises me. Him and Randall, inconsistency. I don't know, bro. If I'm the front office. But, but with all that being said, Dobbs, Jalen Brunson was 14 and 22 tonight, 5 of 10 from downtown, 8 and 9 from the free throw line, four rebounds, three assists, 41 points, turned it over three times. The rest of the starting lineup was 5 of 32 from the field, bro. Listen, RJ Barrett <laughs> was one of ten from the field. And I seen Wave uh IP star asking the chat. Shout out to you. He says uh five of thirty-two. RJ had eleven points, one assist, two rebounds. Nine of ten from the free throw line, and that's all he did well tonight. Let's shoot free throws. <clears throat> one of ten from the field. Julius Randle was three of fourteen. One of seven from three, eight of nine from the free throw line, eleven rebounds, three assists, fifteen points. Yes, we know, Jose Garcia, that the the offense was the problem because for some reason he decided to go back to Hart and fucking RJ together when the offense was humming just fine when he went away from it. We scored over 100 points the last two games. I think I think we would have been fine with a little bit of staggering if Quickly was there. Uh, Bro, just from what he brings you on the offensive and defensive side. Cat, 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 the last game, right? The last game where he played Brunson and, and um and, and Hart together, we scored eighty six points. Tonight we scored ninety two points. Coach, help me out. Help me figure it out, Coach. Why is Quentin Grimes not? Uh, I don't. What's that? Are we happy with this? Like thinking of next season? Okay, we made it to the second round. We got two wins. Like, what are they thinking? Like, is this, did we show enough this season where they really like, all right, Tibbs is good, Randall good, RJ got better. Like, let's run this again. Like, y'all feel like that? I'll say this. There was a few plays, somebody on Twitter pointed out that they saw Johnny Bryan pointing out that 
there should be a sub made a few times tonight and Tibbs waved them off all three times. And we're sitting here asking a question about why didn't this guy play? And I have I have problem, I have trouble saying confidently that the rotations that we're asking about were not the same rotations that Johnny Bryant was talking to Tibbs about. So I, I don't know how this can just work, bro. Like so, so can I answer uh, Dobbs' question? Yeah, I don't really see how the Knicks could just. I don't see how the Knicks could come up off of Tibbs right now at this moment. I mean, you know, like one in year five, he's on a five-year deal, right? Yeah, this is year three. Is oh, it will be year four. My bad. It'll be yeah. This is year. This is year three of Tibbs. Is year four of Randall. No, I mean going going into going into the offseason, It'll be his fourth year. Yeah, it'll be his fourth year. Next season to be his fourth year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't see how you. I don't see how you get rid of him. And like, really, I don't see how you get rid of him. And like, and talk about it. I don't see how you get rid of him and talk about why you got rid of him. You know what I mean? That'd be very hard because now the roster, the roster, all bets are off, bro. Like anybody could get it if the right deal come along. I don't think Julius is safe. I think the only person that's safe is Jalen Brunson. I say this, (laughs) I think. And maybe Quentin Grimes because I think the Knicks really like Grimes. I think the same way you take calls on whoever outside of Jalen Brunson and maybe Quentin Grimes. It's the same way you see what's on the market as a coach. You see, you talk to what coaches and their offenses and, and see what their offenses are and, and what they think they can do with this roster. Because it's not like you can just fire a coach and then get a better guy in there. You know what I'm saying? Because that's also the issue. Like like you mentioned, Dobbs, we've Jeff Hornacek, Derek, Derek Fisher. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, we can't just go out there and just go hire a coach and believe that this is what we're going Because we've I mean, been there before. I do believe that if you hire somebody with a track record, like it would make sense. You know right, what I mean? Like, right, right. I'm not, I'm not hiring. J- like, you hear JJ Reddick is taking interviews. I'm not hiring JJ Reddick. But yeah. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I would listen to an interview with Nick Nurse, Mike Budenholzer. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, would, would you listen to a Johnny Bryant interview? Absolutely. But I don't know his offense, but right. at the same time, I do. I, when we don't know anything. We just know that. Know yeah. Well, one thing that we do know about Johnny Bryant is he likes to shoot threes. Right. He he started the whole philosophy in Utah. That's why they shot all of those threes when Donovan Mitchell was there. So that much we know. So we know that we know that he believes in the analytics, just like Miami believes in the analytics. Like yeah. how many times we seen Miami? just kick out. Like, they're looking for threes. They're not looking to take the ball to the basket. Can we just get a coach in here that can tell his team one time, stop committing to collapsing so deep so when the ball gets swung that you're literally running as you have to sprint to the three. Like, if we fix that, this is a different series. Like, it's just so much little things that it's like and I'm hard on Tibbs, and I'm going to keep saying With him not being married, everybody just talks about him not being married, him not having no kids, him not having a wife, him not watching movies, him not doing this. Everything is basketball, basketball, no, excuse basketball. Me. Yeah. To me, not y'all, 
not the rest of the big fans. To me, you should be a mastermind. If all I do, if if Poe, you play ball, and B, you play ball, and I play ball, <clears throat> but all I do is play ball, and then you live your life the way you do, but you play ball. Right. And Cap live his life. I should bust your ass. I should bust your ass. Because <laughs> that's all I do. Right. He should be out coaching motherfuckers. He should see it. He should be some Matrix type while it's going on, seeing if we preaching this stuff about him. Right, right. Now, if you're not preaching this stuff about him and he's doing these things, okay, I get it. Coaches mess up. Coaches might not see this. But when y'all keep hammering in how dedicated he is and this and that, and then we see stupid shit like this, it's like, how? How if we're at home and we see it clearly that you don't see it? And you watch <laughs> film, that's all you do. I got to go back to the film. Uh, and, and, you, got and, and, you got RJ saying it. We just got to go back to the film. Bro, how much, what you, what you really watching on them films, bro? Cause you playing games, you not watching film. You doing so. And, and Dobbs, Dobbs. Not only does he have, not only is he watching it up close and personal, but he's got all of the numbers, all the event stats. He knows what lineups. He knows what lineups work, what lineups don't work. He's got no distractions. Like, yeah. So, I mean, it was obvious that the the the, the RJ. The way so it worked in the Cleveland series, right? But the way that Miami wanted to play defense, right? They had a very specific way they wanted to guard the Knicks, and that lineup with RJ and Hart played right into the way that they wanted to play defense. I mean, it bothered me that they were out there together for so long after not playing at all, bro, together in the last two games. I don't get it. Let me say this though, B, with that Cleveland series. It wasn't just the defense, bro. They was getting wide open shots. They but that could, was on. They could not hit a bucket. We the way we played Cleveland and the way Cleveland shot is the way we shot versus Miami. We but got that was by shots. that was by design though. But we got open shots and just could not hit anything. Yeah, but because you want to know why though, bro. <laughs> you ever you play basketball, bro? You ever? The, I feel like the hardest shots to make are like the shots where like the defense just decides not to guard you. To guard you. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's a little bit easier when there's a guy closing out on you. You can't think about it. You just got to go into your shot and get rid of it. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> when when guys are just... We was getting those shots too. Like, there was, a, there was a few shots with Josh Hart. Like, they literally just like... Josh Hart was open, and they just turned around to, to box out the rebound. Like they didn't even care. Right. Yeah. See, the, and then that that was that was the thing. Like, I I, I forgot my point just now because I saw what um, Jose said. Jose Garcia said Julius Randle and, and, and RJ is slow. The zone killed them. I I really don't even think their speed has anything to do with this. Like, what do you mean slow though? Like, you mean slow in the head or like just they move slow? I think he means oh, slow. You got, yeah, yeah, yeah. Clarify, bro. He was trying to say slow because I know he was saying that RJ and um, uh, Hart are slow as well. And I'm like, well, our, our problem this series wasn't speed. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think speed had anything to do with it. I think 
we honestly didn't hustle on on boards most of the time and we didn't make shots like when you don't make shots and you're not hustling on boards and you you're struggling to make easy baskets you're going to lose that series i'm gonna be honest with you i'm glad I, i'm 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 proud of these guys for taking it to six games yeah because yeah. We, so can we no, nah, go ahead, Cap. No, no, no. I just, I, I feel like this has been like a doom and gloom podcast. I really did not come on here to do this. <laughs> I, what did I you didn't, expect, bro. What did you expect, though? But it's, but I, I, I really, it's valid. It's valid, though. It's valid shit. It is, it is to an extent. But at the same time, I feel like we also got to take a moment to like recognize the entire season as a whole. Right. Like I don't want, I don't want to end the show on the note that we're on right now. Like, facts. that's not fair. That's not fair to the Knicks, bro. Facts, facts, facts. That's facts, that's facts. I, I mean. No, <laughs> <laughs> nah, but this is what I'm saying. Like, it's, <laughs> it's the end of the year and it's, we, we, <clears throat> okay. We obviously, let's look at it like this. At the, Beginning of this year, what did we really think we had in Jalen Brunson? And I'm honestly, I don't care how much B tells you, B is Joe, by the way, everybody. I don't care how many times or how much B tells me that he wanted Jalen Brunson here. He didn't think that this was the Jalen Brunson that we were going to get. No one could really tell you that this is the Jalen Brunson. Now, is B surprised? No, he's not. So, so I would say this. So I say this. I thought that we were getting a guy who could be like potentially an all-star point guard. Mm-hmm. Right? That was what I thought. I did not think that we were getting a borderline like, a, le- a legitimate, like say the word, bro, like a legitimate superstar, bro. Yo, yo, like I think we can honestly start saying that word when it comes to Jalen Brunson. And feel and feel perfectly okay with it. Yeah. Like, if we're struggling, because you got to think about it. We're having these conversations. Now, I do have my my definitions. To me, a guy like Booker is a borderline superstar. Um, Even Jason Tatum is a borderline superstar to me. Like, I, I still feel like he's he's got to prove a little bit more to me in, as a winner and taking it on himself and putting a book bag on to be that superstar. Now, Jalen Brunson has proven to me all year long that he can be that kind of guy. Um, I I don't, I don't know, bro. Like, we got... IP star, we don't, we don't, we don't care what that nigga's saying, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I'm good. We don't care what he's saying because that dude, that dude be all over the place. He don't know if he loved the Knicks, if he hate the Knicks. Like, you know, I don't got time for all that shit, bro. Stephen A. Stephen A, Stephen A had a problem because he heard that RJ Barrett and a few other guys didn't like that he, because my thing is, is that, look, like, listen, bro, like, None of these guys are gonna want to hear you talking negatively about them on national television and then claim to be a freaking fan. Because because what the fuck are you talking about? Right. Is the problem though. Like, okay, <laughs> they, they lost a playoff game. Like, you're a Knicks fan, bro. Like, all right, hold on, bro. We are Knicks fans, right? <laughs> yeah. Let's just be clear. Yes, we are Knicks fans. We are not 
San Antonio Spurs fans, we are not, I don't know, Golden State Warriors fans. We yep. are Knicks fans. Yep. Right? From and the Knicks just got to the second round of the playoffs. The Knicks just won a total of 53 games this year, if you count the playoffs in the regular season. Like, the Knicks just did all of this shit in a year where people said that they were going to win 37 games. The yep. Knicks did that, bro. Mm -hmm. So, I can't possibly, as frustrated as I am that this season is over because I never wanted it to end, I can't get on a soapbox and just rip this team to shreds like Stephen A. does, bro. I can't... I, I can't bring myself. Julius, listen, we 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 Julius had his time on this show. Like yeah, we already yeah. talked about him. Julius we dug in his ass about all of the negative things about him. Hey, we yeah. also gave him a shout out for being, you know, all NBA for the second time. He's only the second Nick in the in the century, mm -hmm. in this century, to make all NBA twice. So hats off to him with that. But yeah, he wasn't good tonight. And he wasn't good in the postseason. Like we already know that. But listen, bro, the Knicks, man, the Knicks had a hell of a year. I just want to acknowledge that shit was fucking magical. It was, I could say that it was, I probably enjoyed this season more than any other season ever as a Knicks fan. Like, I don't think I ever had this much fun. For multiple reasons, though. Uh, not just the season itself, but I got to do this show this year, yeah. right? Shout so that you. was another thing. Appreciate yeah, you. so that was part of it. But like, yeah, man, like, I, I don't know. To me, this was the most fun I ever had as a Knicks fan. Like, 40-40 two weeks ago was, that was one good. of the best nights. That was one of the best nights of my life, yo. That was like, that was I mean good. that shit, like, wholeheartedly. That was one of the best nights of my entire life. Like, the, the atmosphere, the energy was crazy. Like, I just, it's a beautiful time to be a Knicks fan, and I just want, I don't want to end this show on a sour note. I just want to acknowledge that, like, a hell of a season. We should clap it up for them. Well, I clap by myself. It's all good. I know you can't clap. You got a you got a broken wing. You, you, you can tap the table. Yeah, bro. I got you. I'm over here using the mouse of my left hand and shit. I was yo, we were watching the game. I was watching the game on the couch with my wife. And like shit is happening. I'm clapping. She's like, how the hell are you even clapping right now? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I'll feel it later. Like, fuck it. Like, I'm sitting here like, oh, let's go. Like, what should yeah, be? My man, my man clapping on, he clapping on them perks. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, boy. I'm about to get crazy after this show so I can feel better, boy. Oh. He, cla he clapping on Ooh. them perks, bro. Boy, I'm uh, CIA, of course. Shout out to you, CIA. He said, Brunson, the undisputed heavyweight slap box champ. Facts. Oh, All facts. <laughs> They were so good this season. Um, the hope they gave us that we could make it to the Eastern Conference shows how good that they were this year. I think that's why I'm so. That's why. That's why this. That's why it's disappointing. That's why it was too much because it wasn't like no. For us, maybe the rest of the league we snuck in, but for us watching them all season, you're like yo, like they really good. So yeah. that's why I be so tight. But that's how good they was. That that's why it's so disappointing. But on yeah, the flip it, side, mm -hmm. that's dope. Like they really had everybody believing and not, you know, jumping out the window. Like we really, really had a really good chance of making it 
to the Eastern Conference Championship. Things just didn't fall that way. And you know what I think I appreciated most about this season is seeing the national, like the national media, having to give us respect. Having they, they had no choice. They, had they no couldn't choice. ignore it anymore. Yeah, they had to give us, and that was the thing that I appreciated because. This was the first time you started to see real stats. Bro, is that is that the white henny out the bottle, bro? You didn't, you didn't see that? You didn't see that? That's what he said. They made me bring out the white the white henny. Out the out the bottle. Out the bottle. You already know how Joe feels about yeah, yeah, the bottle. Yeah, yeah. Dobbs Dob think he back in Harlem. <laughs> I'm always in Harlem. He said, I'm always at home, no matter what I'm at. I'm Salute, bro. Shout Salute. Out all day, baby. That's facts. Um, <laughs> shout out to the chat. He said, of course, IP Star go try to come at me. He said, Capital Key, Golden State fan. Come on, man. Like, stop it. That's my other team. I, I shout out, shout out to Golden State. That's the team I want to win tonight. Matter of fact, are they winning right now? <laughs> what you talk about? So, I did you like the scary movie, nigga. Yeah, Wait, he did. He definitely, he definitely did. Real quick, who y'all going for in the ball? Take my strong hand. Who we, who we going for, man? In the Philly series. Ooh. I want Embiid to win. Now I want I want the Sixers to take it. See, I want Boston to win so Embiid to get pissed off and, and want to trade. <laughs> I knew you was about to say that. Mm, I, you know what? I, I was all for Jalen Brown until he just... He just got that all team, all NBA team. Yeah. So nah, like he gonna have yeah, because they because they could they could pay him right a lot of money right because of that. Yeah, they can pay him. I mean, they are gonna have to pay him two hundred million or some shit. Yeah, two hundred seventy million, and that's Jalen. And then because Jason Tatum got it, he's getting three hundred three something, three hundred something million. Yeah. So. <laughs> If if Embiid and them win, I don't know. I want Boston to win now, so Embiid to cry, go off and be pissed off, and then want to get the fuck out of it. Damn, I don't know, bro. I, I don't know. Yo, man, it's, it's just yo. Tell Embiid take that drive. You know what I mean? Up the turnpike, we here. Yeah, we here. Tell, <laughs> tell, tell him come through. Brunson with him. That's all really Brunson need is a bona fide superstar with him. I think, I think, I think what this is, and I'm gonna say this. I think the Knicks front office this year realized what they have in Jalen Brunson, mm -hmm. and they're gonna now pivot to more of a smaller championship window. Like, okay, like we really gotta structure this team. We don't have like yeah. just a squad now. Like, we got a piece, a real solid piece that if he's in the right situation. He can get us somewhere, like deep. Like, look at what he took. This yeah, far. I agree. Look at what he took. This one. Look at where he. Point guard. He's a floor general. Yeah, not just that, cat. <laughs> not just did. Not only did he he take us to the point that he took us. He dragged this team through this entire fucking game oh, tonight. <laughs> yo, this series, this game, this, oh, yeah. this series, yo. He he dragged. 14 motherfuckers tonight through 45 minutes tonight. <laughs> yep. And made one crucial mistake at the end. Yeah. Made one crucial mistake at the end. Like, don't get me wrong. Um, I was talking to a few people before the game. 
He said he would like to see uh, see, see Jalen Brunson uh, give the ball up every now and then. I'm like, yeah. I agree, I, but I, not tonight. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with, like, not that I, I'm, I'm okay with him being a selfish basketball player. But if I'm looking around, especially looking around tonight, bro, RJ's one for 10, Julius three for 12, three for 14. I'm keeping a lot of that, bro. Like, there's, there's some nights where he goes out there and there's nothing. Nobody can give him nothing. Right. And that's a coach on the floor. How I was yes. saying, needs to feel it. Brunson, yep. as the point guard that he is, he can tell that nobody had it. Why the fuck am I passing it to y'all? Right. I'm kind of I'm on right now and y'all are off. Let yep. me see what I can do. Yep. Yeah, let me, let me ask y'all this, though. So on that play, right, where he turned it over, like he caught Jimmy sleeping on that play. He blew by Jimmy. Yeah. Do you not just wish he shot the pull up yes, there? Twice. He had two times. He had two times to shoot that shot. I really wish he just took the pull up jumper, man. Yeah, like, two times. Ooh, yeah. One I couldn't believe. One of them was off the was off the um the right foot, and the other one was off the was off the pivot. And I was like, damn. I can't he believe did. he drove that deep, bro. Like, yeah. oh, he had the, it was so much room for the pull up, bro. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, he's going to watch that play on tape and just, that's just, I, yo, but I was telling Cat, I mean, um, uh, Jay, I was telling Cat that it was so appropriate that the season ended that way, right? Like, because that essentially ended the season, that turnover. It was so appropriate that it ended that way. Like, it, it just seemed like it would end in some way in his hands, right? Whether it was going to be something good or something bad. Like, because he was doing everything in his power to keep us in that game. It just seemed like there was no other way the season could have ended except for in Jalen Brunson's hands. And that heartbreak, that heartbreak is going to, that's just going to push him this, this summer, yeah? I was about to say the fact that that happened to him and his mentality, bro. He gonna come back a demon. Yo, and this is exactly this is exactly hundred percent. This is exactly what I'm talking about right here. Hold on, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and put it on the screen. I don't know how he could get any better though, but <laughs> he, he, oh, gonna, that's gonna mess with him. The fact. You know what type of player he is, cerebral. I do, I do, but I'm just wondering, like, I'm trying to figure out, like, where can he improve? Because I felt like I watched him this season. And he was so great in, like, every facet. You know what I mean? Listen, shout out to, <laughs> and, and this is exactly what we're talking about, bro. The game ended how long ago? An hour and a half ago? And this has already started. What happened? If the next disgruntled star, shout out to New York basketball, the next disgruntled star becomes available, New York has the assets to make a trade and not ruin the future flexibility. Question whether the roster has the updates upside to be more than a good regular season team. The answer lies in the play of Julius Randle. So Bobby Marks. Bobby Marks. Bobby Marks, NBA insider. Yo, so... I was me and uh I think it was just me and um it was just me and Harry earlier on, on um I don't know if we talked about it on FaceTime or if we talked about it in our live because we went live earlier, me and Harry. Mm -hmm. Can't remember where we talked about it, but at some point today we talked about it. And it's like 
I, I totally lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. So when you make a trade, right, like usually you make a trade, like we've seen it with Phoenix, right? They make the trade, but they traded away a lot of their debt. Right. So usually what happens is a team makes a trade for like a big star, and then that first year is like rough because they have the stars, right? They might have two stars, but they don't have any depth. They don't have the bench, yeah. And then, like, we've seen it with Cleveland, right? Like, Cleveland made the trade. And I think Cleveland, yeah, I think Cleveland made the right trade, Mm -hmm. right? But now this season, right, because this is going to be year two, this season they got to really start looking to build, like, that bench up. So I believe the Knicks, if the the opportunity comes, they should make the trade, even if it means that the bench is going to be a little short. Mm. And then if what they want to happen doesn't come to fruition in the first year. Like you just go into the off season and you keep building, bro. It's yeah. all about building. Yeah. So yeah, make a trade, bro. If you could get a guy in here to help Jalen out, like a legit guy, yeah. make the trade and we'll worry about what the uh, the rest of the roster looks like later. That, that falls on one more time. Look at the heat. Look at the culture and look at the coach. The motherfuckers got damn near a starting lineup of undrafted dudes. Yeah. I'm not worried about getting bench players and all that. I'm worried about the coach putting it together and them believing in it. Like, we can find people for the bench. We don't have to have a bench ball. We just got to understand. I agree. Right. right. And, and, also, and also, if you want to talk about, like, building a team, look no further than the last two 25th picks in the draft. Like, look at mm-hmm. quickly. Look at Grimes. Like we could find guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I feel I feel pretty confident about that. Like you find you find those guys in back to back years in the drive with the twenty fifth pick, the 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 six man runner up, and a shooting guard who just played forty eight minutes the other night and gave you everything that he had. Like those two guys you drafted twenty fifth. Huh. So yeah, I feel good about if we make a trade. And if we still have some draft capital and we end up having like one pick in the first round in like the coming years, that we could find a guy, even if it's late in the first round, because it's proven that we could find a guy. Right. I think uh, there will be a disgruntled star. And I'm going to be honest with you, bro. If I'm a basketball player in the NBA and I'm watching anything that's going on and I'm watching these, these playoffs and I'm seeing number one, the garden go crazy and number two how Jalen Brunson is just playing for this franchise why wouldn't I want to go play in New York somebody don't want to play with Brunson I don't know if they don't want to play with Julius no I, I don't think I don't even think they would care about playing with Julius if they could play with Brunson I think that's how good Jalen Brunson is showing himself to be at this point I think he's earning the respect of a lot of players around the league who would uproot themselves i i think he already had respect i feel like that respect grew tenfold tenfold after this year yeah tenfold i think the the way the perception of jalen brunson around the nba um first of all in new york do you yo bro in this city do you wearing that wearing wearing that jersey a point guard in new york wearing that jersey bro the heaviest jersey in the league and this guy comes here and performs like he's what? playing at the record by himself. 
Watch his jersey sales next year. We can't have him for these four years to just have him and be happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We yeah. have to capitalize yeah. on him. Mm-hmm. Have to. Watch them ticket. Yo, watch the ticket sales. Even if it's, you know, making a risky, you're going to have to pull it. You got to do it. Yeah. You got to do now it. Now you do it. Now you do it. This is when you do it because you have a guy who can still drag a team through a mistake you've made. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got a guy who, if you make a trade and you trade RJ and Julius and you get back a dud, at least you know you're still making the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I we messed yeah, up. Yeah, but if, I don't think we, I don't think, if you trade those two guys, I mean, who's the dud you're getting back? You, you no, got to no, be no. getting back. I'm just saying the, the, I don't know if the, the fear. No, yeah, I think, I, I do think he need help. No, like, all I'm saying is the fear that you once had to make a trade in New York, you don't have. Because now you have someone here who you can actually pair whatever you're doing with. Because before, whoever you're bringing over here is like, all right, we got to see what they bring. Because right. now with with, with, with Jalen, you know what he brings. All right, boom. We're building this team around Jalen Brunson. We don't have to go find a point guard now. That eliminates a whole lot of issues. Because it's so hard. That's the hardest position to find in the NBA. So once you get you a point guard, number one, everyone wants to play with one. And it's easier to find every other position. So I think it's right now, the league is yours. If I'm Leon Rose, World Wide West, a lot of these other guys, I'm looking at the pieces right here. You got roster continuity. You got draft assets. You got young players. You got to make a move. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, this is not, and I'm not saying just throw it all in one bag. That's not what I'm saying. But there has to be something where you're seeing a difference and a shift in what you got. Because clearly this roster was constructed based off of the end of the season of last year, Knicks. So clearly this is a different, this is a different roster right now. Completely different roster. Led by Jalen Brunson. So I don't know. That's just me. Don't be in the beginning of the season when Brunson came. I said, once they hired his father, and once we learned the relationship between Leon Rose and him and then Tibbs and him and all of that, I said, you know, he's going to be the leader coming in. Like, mm-hmm. it's going to be his team. He's not going to have to prove too much just because of his relationship. So mm-hmm. now this happens. They go through the season. They go through these playoffs. They see what happened with RJ and Randall. Knowing that Brunson's the leader and his father's one of the coaches – What's the talks going to be behind the scenes for Brunson? Because you know Brunson, you know, once he get home and talk to his father and sit down with no cameras, you never know what he's going to say. You never know if he's putting the bug in the air like, yo, you know, we might need to do this and try to, you know, you never know. Because this is is his team now. His agent is Leon Rose's son. So, like. Oh, shit. I didn't. I mean, he's technically LeBron in his bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If we're really being so honest. we got a fact. We got a fact. If he, if Brunson doesn't think that Randall and RJ are the two players to bring him where he needs to go, guaranteed they're not going to be there now. I can, the qu- I can guarantee the qu- that. The question is: Is he the type of dude that will voice that? Right. 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 I think I, he wants to win. I think he wants to win more than anything. 
And, and I think I think win with them. I think <clears throat> I do think that, and I also think that winning in New York is like really important to him. Damn. Like he came. He came here to win in New York, bro. Like he ain't come here to just hang out in New York. Yeah, he ain't right. come here to like, you know, right. we gonna we gonna revitalize the franchise and get to the playoffs. Like, no, that dude came here to he go business. all the way. He means yeah. business. He know yeah, what he, New York is about, man. Julius ran the way from. He from Texas or some shit. He from Texas, from, from Dallas. From Dallas, man. He come here and get a biggie tattoo, and you need to go to the tattoo shop and get that shit where they. Do that laser light joint and take that King of New York shit off your shoulder. <laughs> Yo, I I think that was a little premature. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That was a little premature. Um, Big L says Randall's mentality is not fit for the playoffs. It's not. I don't I don't know if it's just his yeah. mentality. You know what I'm saying? I think it's more probably is. Can I say something? Good. So, I see what I've seen these last two playoff appearances. I don't count the first one. Like, I throw the first one out. i seen what I've seen in this one. I wasn't crazy about it. But I still wonder, right? Because you look at Kyle Lowry, for example. Kyle Lowry was known as a choke artist in the playoffs, <laughs> right? Like, Kyle didn't become – it took him years to become a good playoff performer. I just wonder, like, because I feel like experience and knowing how to slow your heartbeat, like, that shit comes over time. So I wonder, like, okay, we trade this dude. Is this a guy who, with all the talent that he has, right? We'll figure it out at some point. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Like, is this a guy who you're going to trade, and then in four years he's going to be on another team going berserk in the playoffs? See, but this – this is why oh, my bad. Go ahead, Dobbs. Go ahead. Go ahead. You know just real quick. You know what Randall just needs? It's real simple. He just needed a 40 piece in the playoffs. He needed one good game so he could see it. And that I think that shit would have broke. It would have broken. The fact that he hasn't had that one game yet, it's it's fucking with him. So yeah. whether we trade him or we keep him next year and we make it to the playoffs and he has that one or two good games, I think it goes from there. It's just, yeah, you got to have it. You got to, basketball players got to see stuff like that. Right? Yo, because Dobbs, we've seen moments though, right? In this postseason, we've seen moments where we're like, yo, okay, he could probably play in this environment, man. Like, get yo, that, that third quarter of game six, he was great in that third quarter, bro. Like, five of five in the third quarter, made every right pass like and then he comes out to attacking the basket in that like they didn't know what to do with him in that third quarter and then you think he's gonna you hope he's gonna capitalize off of that tonight and it's just i don't know man he just starts shooting step backs again i i don't know if you heard i don't know if he was here but did you hear how, what i said about how many shots he took in the paint tonight no no yeah yeah, took, yeah yeah he took three yeah. shots in the paint tonight, bro. Yeah. yeah. He made two of them. And it's like, bro, you gotta... You seen what Jalen Brunson was doing, right? Like, he was just forcing the issue, man. Like, he was making the refs have to make calls. And I'm like, yo, you gotta just get in there, bro. Like, you can't... Like, your jumper's not falling, bro. The one, the one criticism I have of Brunson... 
just my me personally. I want him to be more vocal on the floor. I know he is smooth, quiet dude. He's more of a let me show if something's going wrong. I'm gonna let me show you y'all what to do. I think Randall needs Brunson one time to come up to him live on the court, smack him on the ass, do something like, bro, like I need you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I need you. Come on, like you better than it. Let's go. Just saying that might. Bro, I play, all of us played ball before. You could be off and your man come to you like, bro, what's going on? Snaps like, right come on. Like, I need you, bro. Snaps you right out of it. Psychologically, yeah. that shit just do something. Even if your shot's not falling. Facts. You start hustling more. You start doing this. Jalen's just like, if you not do, I'll take over and do what I got to do. I think he needs to bring that into his game where he can go to his teammates like, yo, come on. Like, we got to get this. Yeah, it's crazy you say that, right? I don't know if you guys remember this shit. It was a long time ago. This is like the Boston Celtics. This was during the Antoine Walker and Paul Pierce era. There was a game where the Celtics were down big and Celtics called a timeout and Antoine Walker goes berserk. Berserk in the huddle. Like he loses it. Like they 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 had the they had the huddle mic'd up. Like he goes nuts. Tells these guys basically like, yo, let's let's go. Like, what are y'all doing? Y'all sleepwalking. Wake up. Mm -hmm. The Celtics were down by like, they were down by double figures. I know that much. I'm not, I don't remember how much. It was a long time ago. But they came back like immediately after that timeout. They made a run and they came back and won that game, bro. That's crazy. That in Philly, when Hoffer and Bead, Hoffer had blocked and Bead a couple times, and then Embiid was under the basket and, and he popped and PJ went to him. PJ went in his face and was going nuts. And it just changed. Like, you can tell that he needed that. Who, Paul Reed? Nah, it was Embiid. Nah, Embiid. Oh, he, I, I was thinking about the Paul Reed one and the um, other shit. Yeah. Did you guys see that shit the other day? Nah, Sam, what happened with Paul Reed? Well, uh, we need somebody. We need somebody on this team that can come in and say, Exactly. Anybody but on the team. Those guys are rare, bro. Yeah. Those guys are rare. Guys are rare. Um, I was going to say uh, regarding letting Julius Randle go and then him going to another team and becoming that guy. That's why, to me, I would, I would go out there and see if the coach can help that. Like, I can't go into another whole year. Like, I don't know Unless you completely run it back, I can't go the first. I Man, Jose Garcia, if I gotta hear you talk about Randall's anchor one more time, <laughs> yeah, give it up, bro. Like, stop. Like, we're not trying to hear it, bro. Like, yo, Brunson's go. Two bad ankles. Brunson yeah, has like, two bad ankles. Yeah, man, we don't care, bro. Stop. So I. I, I don't know, man. That's that's just me. Um, what was I saying? Damn. Um, <laughs> my bad. I didn't mean to cut you off, but like I keep um, seeing this shit pop up in the chat, and it's oh, it's honestly driving me crazy. Yo. I'm just saying, I I don't know if I could actually just run it back with both Tibbs and Julius Randle. Like I don't know if Tibbs can convince Julius Randle to play the way we need him to play can. in the playoffs. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know. I don't know if Tibbs can convince Julius, and I don't know if Julius is the guy that Tibbs can convince. So it's like, I don't know if they're a match made in heaven. I, we got to figure something out there. Like, it's not that I, I, I want to completely get rid of Tibbs or I completely want to get rid of Randall, but I just don't know how it works with these two together. I've seen Tibbs get a reaction out of everybody else out of, except for Randall. I guess I guess the question is how do you get rid of a guy who is now like I said the second Nick this century bro to make two all NBA teams how do you get rid of that guy and if you get rid of him like who are you replacing him with you know what I mean, I mean but listen like sometimes it's not about getting rid of a guy because you don't like it sometimes it's just you making the right move for the franchise it's just like but, the but who's but who's who's replacing that production though See, but that's the thing. There's no like just a guy, because if it's just the replacing that guy, it's like, right? You kind of like, it's not, it's not a plug and play league. You know what I'm saying? It's not like we could just go get a different guy and just swap him for Julius. It's not that kind of thing. To me, it's more like, all right, what can we get for Julius, and can that team work? You know what I'm saying? And gotcha. that's how you have yeah. to look through the packages. You got to yeah. look through whatever, every phone call you get is, what's, what is your offer? What are you going to offer me for Julius? If it's a, a, a power forward and a small forward, if it's a, a bench power forward and a starting small forward, if it's any, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what are the packages and what can we work through those packages? How can this package change our team? Because I also do know that we want to get easier shots, which might mean Mitch might be on the move. If not to another team, then maybe to the bench. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you want to change how the offense looks for this team, it just depends on what the franchise wants to do. You know what I'm saying? Not that any of these guys are bad, but if you're looking at a trade package for Julius, you got to consider all things because you're not just going to get a swap, like a one-man swap. Yeah, you know what? So, so Jose said, what all-star wants to play for Tibbs? I feel like a lot of the Tibbs stuff, like and players not wanting to play for him. I don't know. I feel like that's I feel like that's more his reputation preceding him. Yeah. I feel like if you get it, if you got a guy in here, like and they were they were actually in the locker room every day and they were playing for Tibbs, they'd be like, Oh, this shit is bad. bad. It's not that bad. <laughs> like I don't, it's, I don't it's, it's not, not like bad. back in the day, right? Back in the day, they we they used to talk about his practices, how his practices are hard and all that shit. They don't Tips don't practice his guys like that no more. No. And it's if not like... You, if you're a superstar, you would probably love playing for Tips. Right. You yeah. Know, if you're a superstar, then you're probably not going to like that shit. The thing yeah. about Tips that a lot of stars love is he doesn't make them run his own offense. He lets them run whatever the fuck they want to run. That's that's the good and bad of Tips is that he lets you run whatever offense you want. So that's why t- stars love him. That's why they love them on... The uh the Olympic coaching shit, like he's the USA team, like they they love him there because they he understands the importance of having a star and putting the ball in the star's hands. So he does understand that. Yeah. I will say that about him. So stars love tips for that reason, but that doesn't always mean that you're gonna win with with, with that kind of coach. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you might need a coach who will take the ball out of your hand a little bit. Like let's yeah, be real. One, like one thing about Tibbs, he's gonna feed whoever his whoever the big dogs are. They will be fed. They're gonna get the ball. They right, let will me ask you something real quick. 
if Golden and I, I know this probably wouldn't happen, but <laughs> trade Julius Randle to Golden State for Wiggins and Poole. Yes. Would you be that? Could that could work? That could work. I would do that because because it fills it fills a position that we need, right? With, with uh, as far as like a big wing with Wiggins, and you get another guy off the bench that's just dynamite to go it quickly and hard. Like that's serious bench, yeah. yo. Yeah. Probably plug if you do that, you probably plug Jordan Poole into the starting shooting guard. That could work too. With Brunson, even though know? even though even though. I, I don't know if it's just Julius going out in this trade because it's all like hypothetical, but like I still like Grimes in the starting lineup just because he don't need the ball. You know what um, I mean? The and I, 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 the, I, the, the, I think the appeal of quickly and pool playing off each other in the backcourt off the bench, like that shit, sexy to me, bro. See, I, think, I, I mentioned that because little trades like that where we don't have to go for. A, Giannis or something like that. We just right. got to get more. But who's your starting? But who's your starting power forward? Then you is Obi your starting power forward? Wiggins. Wiggins. I would. You could. You could put Wiggins there if you want. You play Wiggins at the four. Yep. Play a small four, or you could put Obi. See what I the, what I like about that trade is. But that's a nice young. That's a nice. You, I think what I like about that trade is it it gives Obi more minutes with. By still keeping him on the bench, you know what I'm saying? Like he doesn't. Yeah, because exactly, he's not playing behind a guy that's playing 35 right. minutes a night. He's not playing behind basically your best player. So now he could play 20, 25 minutes per night and give you good production in that time. You know what I'm saying? And then at the same time, Wiggins isn't going to require you to play him 30 to 40 minutes a game. You know, sometimes depending on the game, Wiggins might, you know... Wiggins might be on the bench. You know, the bench. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I, I I don't mind that at all. I don't mind that at all. That's not a crazy trade, dog. It's not. It's not That's at all. Thinking. Like, thinking of stars, but you could trade Julius and For role players, yeah. Kind of lower players, but they might just fit better with yeah. us. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, look at the team we lost. Look at the team we lost to. Right, you know what I'm saying? Like right. it wasn't a bunch of stars over there killing us. So right. you don't necessarily need. It's just what you like. I said once that phone rings, what is the deal? Talk to me. What you got? Let's see what you got. All right, I like that. I'll, I'll be in touch. Let's see what this other guy got. You know what I mean? Because you never know what you can get now that you have your guaranteed point guard. And at this point, you have every other position that you would need. You literally have every other position. So you can listen to whatever trade you want. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can listen to whatever trade you want and just to see what fits right with your point guard. That so, really gives us incredible guard play, though, that trade. Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. Boy, ah, man. I mean, I think we would have to move quickly in that trade somehow. I don't think we can keep every everything. Like, we really got to be honest with that. If we were able to, though, like... I'll tell you, Tibbs, Tibbs will have some fun. Of course, of course. <laughs> Tibbs will have some fun. I, I actually feel bad for Tibbs trying to figure out who to close games with. <laughs> See, but I, I don't know, man. This is... Let's just keep an eye on this on this Johnny Bryant situation. That's all I'll say. Let's just keep an eye on the Johnny Bryant situation. So, I do think Johnny is lurking. Yes. Just put it like that. But I also think that Tibbs has earned enough equity yeah. That mm-hmm. 
they wouldn't they wouldn't just fire him. Like he's been who looks hmm. bad right now more than anybody is Julius. Because if, if Julius played the way he should have played, right. Tibbs Yeah, we, we win this series. Talk about Tibbs. Yeah, I mean, Tibbs looks like a genius. If he played like the all NBA guy he is. So if it's between Tibbs and Randall, I think the front office is more looking at Randall like, yo, this is the second time in the playoffs. Yeah. So yeah. we'll see. But you know, shout out. Shout out to the Knicks, man. Shout out to shout Brunson. Out to Big bully Brunson. Oh. oh, and um so Jose been saying running back like over and over. Jose, I'm not opposed to running it back either. Let me just be clear. We just up here talking. But I'm not opposed to running it back. Yeah, right. but yeah I'm not opposed to running it back. I would, I would like to see another piece or two, though. So a, a thing that the Knicks did at the end of the season was they signed Isaiah Roby. And the reason why I like that trade or reason why I like that signing is I felt like, okay, and I don't know what Isaiah Roby's role is going to be. But I did feel like if something happened to Julius, we were like incredibly thin. Like we didn't have another big, like a, a power forward. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. So the fact that like Obi could kind of step into a starting lineup and then we have Isaiah Roby as like a backup power forward, I feel a little bit better about the way the team is constructed instead of having to, to depend on Josh Hart, who some nights you could get away with it with him at the four. But yeah. like I don't think it's something that you can get away with every night against every team. So I did like the Isaiah Roby pickup. Um and they signed him for multiple years. So see what happens. And uh Julius injured the hell out of Jericho Sims somehow. So I don't know what the hell is happened. that really what happened? Nah man, it's just a rumor. <laughs> uh, just a rumor on this show. Just, just they were slap boxing? They were slap boxing back then. Julius went too crazy with the left hand. Jericho, Jericho didn't see it coming. You know, he, he ain't used to fighting Southpaws. But um <laughs> could you imagine if Julius just catching Jericho with it? <laughs> yo, I could not get Julius just catching Bow. Like, yo, oh man. So um listen, man, as you can tell, we've we've reached a point in the show where um we can uh, start to 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 ease off and uh, have a good weekend. Uh, we yes, don't have games to, to look forward to. We got a long summer. We got a lot to talk about. We got a lot. Listen, yo, Dobbs, bro. Appreciate you jump jumping on, man. I like this. I like this, bro. What's up? Well, come on, man. I'm with it, man. We can use you on here, man. Come on. My work schedule crazy, but whenever I can get in. I definitely get in. Just let me know, man. Just let me know. Just let me know. I'm open to it all. You <laughs> see, I say, you know, they would slap. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, without fail, without fail. He, my man, said, got caught the West Side Butter Palm. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. <laughs> Yo, what is wrong with this dude? Yo, yo? CIA is crazy, man. CIA is definitely crazy. Um, but yeah, man, listen, shout out to everybody. Shout out to all y'all on uh on the show. Shout out to the fans, everybody that's just been through us, through this with us on this whole process, this whole run. Um, I like the, the chat, y'all always here keeping us going. I don't know what the summer's gonna look like. Um, but I'm sure there will be plenty of trade scenarios that we can come up with and talk about. 
and, and just just let fly on here uh this wonderful last season man shout out to you joe <clears throat> for coming on like he, like wave said great addition he tells me all the time like joe's a great addition to the show so appreciate you my appreciate guy. it man appreciate real it talk, thank real you talk, real talk man this was a great year uh for multiple reasons um cia says tips pay for free only fans. <laughs> How yeah. you pay for free OnlyFans? We gotta see if we can make the Knicks first game. See if we can come up with something. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna do it. I wanna do it. I wanna do the season opener, yo. Hopefully, I'm in a, I'm in a position to do it. I wasn't this year. I wasn't last year. The last three years have been a little crazy for me, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, hopefully next year I'm in a position to do that, man. Because I, I would love it. Yeah. I guess we forty because we'll see. Yeah, 40, 40, 40 was crazy. So I could only imagine yeah. opening night I bet. at the Garden. I listen. Let's just wait to the to the schedule comes out, and um, I'm down. I'm down, man. Especially for the home opener. I think for sure, like the home opener has to be like we got we got to be there. We got to be there. Um, if we could get a whole section somehow, we definitely got to be there because uh, it's it's been a long time coming, man. It's been a long time coming trying to get everybody together. Uh, if this is the energy that's gonna be like, if we're gonna get to see Jalen Brunson for the foreseeable future in the garden, sign me up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ivan, of course, I'm down fast. Shout out to the whole TFE crew that's that's that, that's been rocking with us as well. Shout out to y'all. Um, but yeah, man, um, I, I'm I'm down for it. I'm down for it all. I, I think we should we should definitely set something up. And anyone who's in the chat, any anybody else who wants to come along, shout out to y'all. Jump on with us. Let's make it. Let's make it all happen. Um, but any final word? Anything? Any final final words from you guys? Anybody? Uh, I know. You got signed up. I don't wanna. We, we in a good vibe, so I'm gonna just keep. I'm gonna keep good vibe, man. Then <laughs> <laughs> Um. I love you. So you mind? You mind if I do the honest, bro? Close this thing out. Yes, sir. Do you think? <clears throat> uh, so I just wanted to thank you and Ricky and uh, Dre for allowing me to do this. Mm-hmm. Like, so uh, if anybody was listening, y'all don't know they bought me on like pretty much the beginning of the year, January. Um, so growing up, I didn't really have like none of my friends are Knicks fans, so. Mm-hmm. Like coming into this entire community with the frozen envelope and now guard up Knicks, you know what I mean? And meeting you guys and you guys becoming like my family. Like that shit really does. I'm trying to get through this without fucking getting emotional. But that shit really means a lot to me. Cause like I said, I didn't have anybody to talk Knicks with. Like it was just me. I was the only Knicks fan I knew. Mm. So like this shit has opened up like a whole new world for me, man. So I there's very few things that I love more than I love this team. Like I've loved this team for 29 years now. And I'm just happy that I get to do this. So thank you, Cap. I really do appreciate it. Of course, bro. Of course, man. And listen, I wouldn't have asked nobody else who wasn't passionate about this basketball team to be part of it, bro. Cause And, and thank you for, for letting me be loud. Thank you for... <laughs> Thank you for letting me be obnoxious. Thank yeah. you for, thank you for getting out of my way, even yeah. though I get in y'all way. <laughs> <laughs> nah, bro. 
That's why like, I asked you to be on here, man. That's it. Like, thank you for just letting me be like authentically myself, man. That shit means the world to me, man. I appreciate it. Of course, man. You already know. You already know, man. That, with everything. Now, honestly, now chop this. Know. Now chop this up and, and throw it on the ground. Yeah, <laughs> on the ground. Yeah, you gotta show the love. Make sure everybody knows the love that goes on in the Knicks community, because everybody want to talk about the negative shit. You know what I mean? All the time. That's 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 really all you want to get out here. Uh, but that's it. What you got? Anything, you got anything to say, Dubs? Um, nah, man. I just appreciate y'all, man. I appreciate the Knicks. I appreciate what they gave us this year. Like this was, this was exciting, man. And yeah. It was, it was real. Brunson, I've always wanted a, a real point guard with some sauce in the garden. He gave us that. Um, yeah, you've been you've been begging for it for a while, bro. <laughs> I'm a point guard person, man. But mm-hmm. um, you from New York? <laughs> That's next, it. Next season on Guard Up Knicks, man. You're gonna have a wild card uh, square up there, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna be on that. That's it. That's it. That's all I'm talking about. That's I like that, man. About. I like that. That's all I'm talking about, man. You know me. I'm a, I'm a firecrack. I, I, I do something different. Listen, bring it on, bro. Actually, that's, that's part of it. Huh? I said, y'all can have a little box with a window so I can jump out the window all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because one thing, one thing, yeah, one thing I'm going to tell y'all, one thing I'm going to tell y'all, Dobbs going to jump out the window one way or another. You don't know if it's going to be negative or positive. <laughs> But he's jumping. Just leave that window open. You never know. No, no, no parachute. <laughs> Listen, bro. I love it, man. Like I'm, I'm all for expanding the community. I just, like I said, um, like I told my brother when I started this, I was like, me and my brother would literally just sit on the phone for like hours and just talk about Knicks, like for no reason. Like I don't even understand. Like, like you said, like you didn't know no other Knicks fans. Like Dre was the only other Knicks fan. Like that was yeah. it. It was all I knew. Like it was like, I, who else I'm gonna talk to about the Knicks? Everybody else that I knew, and I lived in New York. Everybody else that I knew talked shit about the Knicks, which so, is crazy. Like, which was crazy to me. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just like, all right. Well, once I actually just started listening to different podcasts, and I'm like, wait, like there's a there's a whole community of y'all out there. And then I see the chat. And then I see everybody come in and I look on Twitter and I'm like, yo, like even these people yelling in the streets after a win that put us down three, two, you know what I mean? In a series, like, like I didn't know these, I didn't know these honestly before the frozen envelope and like meeting like all of you guys, I didn't even know that this existed. Yo, I didn't know it exist- I did like not- there are people out there as crazy as me. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Crazier. Crazier than me. Crazier, bro. Like, like, do you know how wild? That's mind-blowing to me, bro. We're the ones with sense. That's the crazy shit. We're the ones with some sense. That's the scariest shit. <laughs> so, like, like, you know what I mean? Like, shout out to all of y'all, bro. Like, real talk. Like I said, even in TFE, when we jump on the um the group chat and we just talk, sometimes, like, I, we, I'll be in... You know me, I'll be at work. Like I'll be under the sink and I'll be I'll be just having a regular conversation. We're not even talking about basketball half the time. Right. Yeah. Like we just vibing. Like it's a brotherhood. You know what I'm saying? And 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 that's what I love. Just like when I watched the first, the last, second and last game at the garden when Melo was there and John Starks and 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 Stoudemire. You know what I'm saying? And you got all of the the legends. Tim Thomas. Tim Thomas. I'm like, this is a family, bro. Like it, it's not like 
we just come here to play ball and then that's it like this shit was real this shit was real and this series and and just watching the emotions of the garden and with Jalen Brunson and even how passionate they were like even for RJ like RJ didn't have a great last game but shout out to him for for feeling like he like he even said it at the end of the game like I played terrible like like he knows RJ is not the kind of guy you gotta like yo like figure it out like he knows so these guys all feel it like this was real and this to me is big because it's just the beginning and it's wild because we didn't even know it was starting like it wasn't like we signed kd and kyrie in the offseason so we could sit here and say this is where we gonna go like nah like we we signed somebody and we was a, a lot of the fan base was upset about it and then just like all right we'll just sit and wait on it and then look at us right now we like yo this is our squad like we talking about going to the conference finals like if things they the, miami wasn't a all in all better team than us if things went the right way for us we could have won this game we could have won the next game and we could be in these that's how good this team is now so um I'm, I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself but regardless this year was huge um probably the biggest i mean without that's not really saying much but the biggest for this this show um and i, I love it man i love it this is just what we've been waiting for this is the first this is actually the second winning season i think we were we were a winning season the last time we went to the playoffs yeah that was that was that was live no i mean were we a, was it a winning season or was it a, i think it was uh five? we here yeah yeah y'all covered the we here season no i know we did i'm saying was that a plus 500 season yeah oh it was okay 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 they so, was 42 and 32. 42, all right so this wasn't the first year that we did that was a win a winning season but this was the first year we were in the playoffs and it was something that we could actually feel and wasn't like like there was actually a path like it actually right 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 this was a real thing it wasn't like oh like it sprung up on us but uh i i appreciate all y'all if y'all still here drop a like uh hit us with a little comment uh if you're listening uh give us a little five-star review uh, a, a five star and a review, my bad. But um, listen, man, that's that's pretty much all I got. I don't want to drag out here too long. It's getting late. It's twelve twenty five. We lost, but at the end of the day, I think it's a nice beginning to to what we got going on in the future. Overall, you know? overall we won. Yeah, yeah, overall, definitely, hundred percent, without a doubt. Because we all. Said, I didn't think I would be able to get Dobbs to say that tonight. I thought he would have to sleep on it. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm on here with y'all, so y'all don't like it. <laughs> the funny part. Y'all see me now. When you get off here or tomorrow, go to the group. Right after the game, I did a live in the group. <laughs> you went crazy, I went, huh? Oh, I went berserk. <laughs> I went berserk. And I started, off, I started off with, with saying B, like, don't say nothing to me. Let me go on. <laughs> My man came in the chat. He was like, I'm hot. I was like, come on, bro. He was like, nah, I'm hot. I'm hot. Yeah, nah, I gotta go back and watch that. Shout out to the uh the frozen envelope group on Facebook. If y'all are listening and y'all still here, 
go and check them out, man. Go uh, join the group if you're a real legit Nick fan and you're not crazy. Because uh, you will you will not be accepted. We'll you'll be able to tell off the off the off the the application if you ain't somebody legit. We don't do the trolls and we don't do the disrespect. Your ass get booted out real fast. We a little yeah. Ivan will make sure of that Ivan will make sure. Like he'd be like, "Whoa, whoa what do he say?" I I was making sure because it's it sounded like he ate dinner last night. <laughs> you know what I'm saying so. <laughs> but. Listen, man, thank y'all for tuning in once again to the God of Mix podcast. I'm your host, Apollo Reed. I'm here with regular Joe and Jay Dobbs of the TFE. Shout out to Rick DeRule and Andre Jalil, um, my other guys who could not make it tonight. My family, my brother, my cousin. Um, <laughs> <Ivan>, of course. <laughs> um, but shout out to y'all, man. Appreciate everything that y'all brought to us this year, this season. And um, we just getting started, man. Until next time, y'all have a good one. Peace. Peace, love, and orange and blue light. That's right. That's it.